Live on the Saints Sports Network, it's the PIAA 4A Boys Basketball State Playoffs featuring your Burt's Catholic Saints taking on the Uniontown Red Raiders. Brought to you by Penn State Health St. Joseph Medical Center, on the web at pennstatehealth.org, and the new Birdies Inn, where there's always something new at the old inn. Now to the broadcast booth, here are your announcers. Ramblin' Ryan Lina Weaver and the coach, Mike Boyer. A welcome in here for a uh, wonderful matchup here in Reading. It's at least dry inside. <laughs> it's a great day for Ducks and a great day for boys basketball, by the way. Absolutely. As uh, you heard it, Burke's Catholic Saints taking on the Uniontown Red Raiders. Burke's Catholic getting here by virtue of their back-to-back District 3 championship victory just uh, a little over a week ago that we uh, cover here on the Saints Sports Network in Uniontown. They come in as the number six seed, correct? That is correct. They lost on Saturday to Hampton uh, in that 5-6 game, so they come in here with a two-game losing streak and a four-hour bus ride. Yikes. <laughs> yeah, there are no neutral sites for these first-round games. They had trouble trying to... Uh, keep that up and uh, trying to find schools that were willing and uh, match. You host these first round match. You host these first round matchups, uh, which, you know, is always a challenge. It's always, uh, you know, sometimes when you get the uh, the neutral sites, we'd be playing at like Muhlenberg or Governor Mifflin. It's like, yeah, it's not our home court, but come on. It's close enough, right? <laughs> I'm glad they went back to the home sites. I do think there is something for when you won and you have the ability to host, you, you should be allowed to. And so I think this is a great idea in the first rounds. I, I absolutely like that BC gets a chance to host a first-round state game in front of their fans. They've earned the right to be here. They've earned the right to host it. They certainly have, and especially against a sixth seed who kind of, you know, I understand why they do it. Um, but these PIAA tournaments, you know, allowing four, five, six seeds in, you know, I, I have a gripe with it. I do. Well, I'm not I, going to pontificate on it an awful <laughs> lot, but. I, I'm amazed that a team that's 20 and 5 was sixth in their own district. Yeah. It, it makes me wonder one of two things. One, either the district wasn't very strong, or two, the district was incredibly strong. Um, to be 20 and 5 and be a sixth seed coming out of your district and putting you now in the bracket as a travel team, that, that is quite. I'm not sure what that says, to be honest with you. <laughs> well, they struggled a little bit. They actually went into that tournament as the number three seed. Again, they lost to Hampton, who was 24-2 and two this year, by the way. Uh, so, And Hampton, in the sixth-place game, I mean, that's how they ended up as the as the uh, five seed, right? Correct. Yeah, yes. so, yeah. I mean, you have a two-loss team as the five seed, so yeah, I'm, I mean, that again, entire I'm, district. I'm amazed by that. The District 7 is very difficult. They're tough in everything. Um you know, th this is a program here at Uniontown area that's been very good over the years in high school basketball. Uh, they won a few state titles. They've won a number of district titles, and they've uh, done a great job in their section, and they are section champs. They are. <laughs> They're led by uh, Rob Kazmarski in his 21st season. Yeah, you mentioned it, a four-hour bus ride here to BC, and I think that they may get to stay overnight before uh, traveling home. I would hope they do. I, I, I would hope the parents club or the PIAA or somebody doesn't make these kids get back on a bus and drive another four hours home and get home at 
2 o'clock in the morning in the pouring down rain. Yeah, that was, uh, I, I literally did it last night. I was a, I shipped out of <laughs> Kansas said, yeah. City. to my, my flight was at 6.40 out of Kansas City, flew into Charlotte. My Charlotte connecting flight was delayed. I was expecting the first one to get delayed, according to Google. The second one ended up getting delayed, and we didn't depart until midnight. It was supposed to be a 10.50 uh, departure. So we ended up uh, departing after midnight, finally, and uh, ended up getting home at a nice uh, 3.30 in the morning clip. So, Yeah, you know, we talk about this team traveling in all this way. It's a team that comes in with a lot of wins, we said, 20-5, and five, uh, a very experienced playoff team. Coach has been around for a long time, as you said. Certainly has. Um, they're, they're led by a bunch of sophomores, really. They've got two sophomores in Notorious Grooms, who's their leading scorer. Uh, he's averaging 13.8 points a game. And then another sophomore, Calvin Winfrey, comes in at 12.3 points a game. Both sophomore guards, uh, 5'10", 5'11". Uh, they do have some some height. You know, they, they have uh, K. Adrian McLee, who's 6'5". He's a junior. Um, averages almost 10 rebounds a game, uh, 7.6 points a game. And they have another senior off the bench, uh, Levi Gardner, 6'6", who had been starting the last few games as um, Jameer Braxton had a hip injury, did not start the last two games for him, uh, but has played. So they do have some height, they have some youth, um, but um, they're going to run into a buzzsaw tonight here at BC. Yeah, they're kind of the anti-Burks uh, Catholic, if you will. Burks Catholic, led by, they have seven seniors on this roster, and uh, most of them start. <laughs> the only one who's not a senior in the starting lineup is Josh McCoy, who was a junior. So, I mean, they're all kind of elder statesmen. Uh, but for the Red Raiders, yeah, you mentioned it. Notorious Groom, Groom's at 13.8 points per game, 5.3 assists, leads them in three-pointers with 35. Calvin Winfrey, right behind him at 12.3. He also has 29 threes. And this is a team that averages 73 points a game. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah, that plays out. Wonder how that plays out. Wonder how that plays out. Wonder how that plays out. The thing that I found interesting in watching these guys play on film is you're going to see number five, Bakari Wallace, take more shots than anybody else on the court tonight. He is the only senior that they'll put on the floor for the most part uh, with their starting five, and he shoots the ball whenever he is open. And he's not even in their uh, top two scorers either. So. No, no. <laughs> it's, uh, it's really saying something. I mean, Braxton is right there. He's got 12.1 points a game. Wallace, uh, who you just mentioned, averaging just under 10 points per game. So, uh, you know, theoretically, they outscore uh, their opponents by over 25 points a game. They've topped 80 points or more eight times. They topped 100 points twice. Right. 109-point uh, outing and a 60-point win over Waynesboro Central. So, again, you wonder... Is it a strong team, or is it just a really weak schedule that they get the uh, the advantage of playing? And I think it might be a little bit of both. Right, I agree with that, and, and I think we're going to see them come out. They're going to play a lot of full-court pressure here. They run a 2-2-1, two, two, or, or they play man pressure the whole way up the court. Um, and so they're, they're not a very deep team either, very similar to what we see here from BC. They go two or three deep in the bench, and that is it. Yeah, Burks Catholic has really shortened up that bench here in the postseason. Uh, routinely, I mean, both boys and girls, to be quite honest, the uh, the boys team and girls team have really just dove into uh, what ends up being a six-man rotation. That uh, You have Jackson Gedio starting, and then usually he will end up being uh, replaced uh, as the first person off the bench. 
uh, will be Kingston McCoy. Absolutely. And uh, that's really been about it. Uh, you had Jack Lawler, uh, who unfortunately tweaked his knee uh, in districts and uh, is not dressed here. Got another uh, senior, too. And another senior. So, yeah, there's just uh, a really, really short bench here for Burks Catholic. Maybe if they get up, you'll see Parker 9 enter the game. Sure. And then you'll see him stretch to 7. That's about it. But a... Uh, Starting lineups have been announced, and we'll uh, take a quick break here for the invocation and the national anthem. Eight minutes up on the board as we get ready to tip off here at Wolf Gymnasium. Berks Catholic will wear their home whites, gold numbers, black trim. Uniontown, well, it's straight up maroon and white. Maroon jerseys, white numbers. Not sure you can call the Red Raiders and then your colors are maroon and white. Well, yeah, you, have, you make a good point. Texas Tech is straight up red, right? Well, they're red and black and white, but it's yeah. a, a true red, yes. And they're also, as you said, the Red Raiders. They are the Red Raiders. Spurks Catholic will roll with their usual starting five here. Jackson Gettio, Ryan Cuck, J.J. Jordan, Jack Miller, and taking the tip, Josh McCoy, who wins it. Uniontown obviously uh, <laughs> saw some film as they got back immediately. J.J. Jordan driving in, going right up against their big forward in McLee. And McLee rejects Jordan, and back come the Red Raiders. It's one thing they do well, they do protect the basket. As they get a traveling call here on Braxton as they try to go baseline left side. It'll be a turnover, and it's the Saints' ball. So no harm, no foul. Both teams 
not able to convert on their first possessions. And here's that 2-2-1 two, two, we talked yep. about. Uh-oh. And J.J. Jordan throwing that one up. Playing center field there was McLee. A three put up by Uniontown. That one's short. Putback attempt no good. Ball still loose on the floor. Finally coming away with it is McLee. Another three put up by Grooms, and Grooms hits the triple. And again, he had 35 in the season coming in. He starts off here with his first shot from the top of the arch, and we just threw it away again. Turnover twice now, trying to break this pressure. And Coach Snip, once again, uh, emphatically asking, what are we doing? Well, the problem is there. They had the middle guy open, threw the ball in the angle, and should have got it to the middle, and they did not. Working in the near corner here, trying to work against McCoy is Braxton. Braxton three, shoots a three. Three put up by Braxton. That word short. Cut grabs the board. Red Raiders will sag back. Jordan, little dribble handoff with McCoy. Or sorry, with Cuck out to McCoy. McCoy trying to take a big old hop step into the lane, and he turns it over. That is the third Saints turnover in the first minute and 22 seconds. Not an ideal start. I think that's how you put that. Driving, probing, knocked away by Gedio. Tied up is Cuck. And Wallace. Yeah, Winfrey got the ball knocked away. Good hands there in defense by Cuck to knock it away. Kind of went into both he and, and um, Wallace's hands. We got the jump ball here after the tip. So it'll be Red Raider ball right in front of the Saints bench. 6.25 left to play here in the first. Driving baseline and throwing it into the Burks Catholic bench is Braxton. Shame we don't have Jerry here to keep track of all the turnovers. So again, they got to get the ball middle here. Yeah, Cuck finally finds Miller. McCoy stopped McCoy. McCoy stopped McCoy. McCoy stopped dead. And Snip's going to talk about these turnovers real yeah. quick as the Saints take a 30-second timeout. Yeah, it's number four. Yeah. 6-10 remaining here in the first. You know, both teams have turned the ball over six times so far in the first minute and 50 seconds. So I don't know if it's state nerves. I don't know if it's just not understanding what they want to do to break the press. I'm sure they're prepared for it as BC has seen this press on film and practiced against it all week. But uh, they just have not made great decisions right now with the ball. They'll come back out after they get a verbal bollocking from uh, from Snip. Well, no one's face was melted off, so I guess we're okay. <laughs> Nobody's seen the Ark of the Covenant. <laughs> They'll look down low. That's be an offensive set there. Sorry, that's uh, McLee working yes. against Gedio, and yeah, an offensive foul. That's his first foul, team's first foul. Just used that arm to try and clear out that baseline and got called for the foul. McLee, really one of the only guys with any type of length on this court. As J.J. Jordan getting around Wallace, who will be called for the block. I mean, if you're Wallace, you may as well just fall over. <laughs> if there's contact yeah, absolutely. and your feet are set, just go ahead, because otherwise it's going to be a block against you. All you did was turn your shoulders and look at the referee. That's it. <clears throat> Jordan out to Miller. Miller awfully close to backcourt, and there it is. Yep, you saw it, Ryan. What and happened? Turnover number five for Burks Catholic. That it is. Jerry's I'm, not here, but I'm going to start a tally. I, I have one now. over here as well. Yeah. 
Hoping Jerry's going to pick up the phone and tell me what we got here. I will say, it is difficult on that St. Bernard to see where midcourt exactly is, but if you're Jack Miller, you're a senior, you need to put yourself in a better position there as a turnaround jumper by Winfrey. Makes it 5 nothing in favor of the Red Raiders. Yeah, they got hit. They've got McCoy in the middle. Oh, they, they got him Another again on the foul. foul there for Wallace. His second little reach in there, a little aggressive. He's going to have to go to the bench. This happened in their um, their uh, third round game or that, that, that quarterfinal game, and uh, Wallace got in foul trouble, had to go to the bench. They're going to leave him in right now. They're going to leave him in, yeah. They'll trust him as Jordan driving in, leaves it short. Back comes Uniontown. Grooms on the move. A little give and go. Gets it back, a three. That one off to the right. Putback attempt by McLee, no good. Grabs his own miss and is able to put it back in, and it's 7-0 in favor of Uniontown. Just over five minutes left to play here in the first. Burks Catholic with five turnovers in the first, I don't know, two and a half minutes. Yeah. Ryan Cuck lining up a three, and that will end the streak. It's Ryan Cuck doing what he does. Jack Miller draws Winfrey here up top. Playing a little defense. Sorry, Winfrey's going to try and take it to the hole. Throwing it up and getting the lucky bounces Winfrey. I don't know how in the world he made that happen. You know, it looks like they told him, Miller on you, attack the basket. Josh McCoy driving in from outside the arc. Got it in the foul. Nick Lee, that'll be his second now. That is correct. And in Uniontown has to figure out this foul trouble as, well, now we see Parker Nine enter the game. As does Levi Garner, the 6'6 senior, coming in for McLee. So McLee goes out with two fouls as Josh McCoy will shoot the N1 here, and Parker Nye coming in here for Gedio. Two fouls for McLee, two fouls for Wallace. McCoy hits from the stripe, a three-point play for him. And just like that, Burks Catholic back to within three. Uniontown driving in, using that speed. There goes Wallace with his two fouls, gets his first bucket. It's 11-6. It's going to be trouble if they have to go to that 2-2-1 full court trap against BC here with Wallace with two fouls. So they jumped right back to their half court. Oh, no one just Miller. off. Yeah. Absolutely. Miller called for the offensive foul. He threw an elbow, and now he's going to... I mean, Miller's saying that he grabbed his arm. We just talked about heady play from seniors. That was not a heady play. And I think Coach Ashley just told Jack that was not a heady play. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> I think it involved the word stupid. May be different, yeah. I think it involved the word stupid idiot. <laughs> so Braxton to the hole here, misses, rebounded by Cuck. Down court, look if he takes a three here. Nope. Yeah, Gedio needs to check back in and with Miller with his second foul, driving his McCoy. Now and Gardner Gard called yep. for the personal. So Gardner fresh into the game. He gets on the stat sheet in the wrong way. But Josh McCoy. I mean, we've seen it in previous games, and we talked about it ad nauseum. Uh, especially against Exeter, where you had McCoy against Anthony Kachazian. You know, if McCoy's feeling it from the outside, he has that ability to drag that big guy out. And this is what he did really, really well against Kachazi in very uh, limited opportunities. Um, because for some reason, he went away from it. But if 
he hits a three, you're dragging that big guy out as McCoy bangs in both. And then once he bites on the three and you show him, hey, I got some range, that's when you can drive past him. As a three put up and another one, that one by Braxton. And it's now 14-8. And now all five starters for the Red Raiders are in the scoring column here in the first quarter. Jordan driving in, throws it up off the backboard. Wild attempt there from J.J. Driving back is Uniontown, and they're going to get bailed out with a foul call here. Yeah, they're going to get Josh McCoy here for reaching in on that shot. Winfrey will go to the stripe for two. <laughs> Looking to add to his four points. So Jack Miller, the only one with two fouls here for Burks Catholic. Is the first one no good? So checking in is Tanner Uphold, senior guard, averaging just under four points a game as he checks in for the Red Raiders here. Second one's a miss, too. Parker Nine has it stripped away. It'll stay with Uniontown. Uncle Burks Catholic tack on another turnover. Burks Catholic playing a little zone here. And a three put up and a foul called on Burks Catholic, closing out. Yeah, they're going to send Braxton to the line for three. I believe it was on Parker Nine. That'll be his first. First one up and good by Braxton. Braxton, a 67% free throw shooter. Misses the second. And yeah, the Red Raiders shoot 61% on the season as we see Jack Miller checking back in here. Parker Nine probably exiting, and there he goes. So Miller checking back in, no points, one foul, as Braxton will shoot his third free throw on the three-point foul. Looking to hit his average, and he does. How about that, 67%. Hits two with three. You do the math. Red Raiders. history major. Yeah, Red Raiders doubling up the Saints as, man, J.J. Jordan, another turnover as he tries to throw it across the lane down low to Gettio. And that one's intercepted. And you can see why Uniontown puts up points. They waste very little time here on offense. They're driving to the cup. They're drawing personal fouls. And back to the stripe they'll go again as Winfrey, who missed both just a little bit ago, draws the foul on J.J. Jordan. So two upcoming here. Winfrey makes the first. Winfrey, a 64% free throw shooter. Bangs in the second. Now two of four at the stripe. He has six of Uniontown's 18 points as they now lead by double digits. McCoy thinking three, thinks better of it. Into Gedio to the corner. Cuck gives it up to McCoy. McCoy draws his defender in the air, drives down low, has it stripped away, able to recover, hits Cuck in the corner. Cuck is double teamed, and he throws it away. Nowhere to go with it. That's eight turnovers. A three lined up by Winfrey, and he hits it. Yep, I just motioned you if you're going to get a timeout, probably, and we did. As the Red Raiders jump out to a 21-8 lead, here over the BC Saints. 
152 to go here in the first quarter. And it's just been sloppy basketball to say the least here for BC. Eight turnovers, five fouls in the first quarter. That's really all that it is. We will uh, take a quick break and be right back because we need to pay some love to some sponsors. You're listening to the Saint Sports Network. Penn State Health St. Joseph is here for all of your health and wellness needs. Whether it's our primary care and specialists throughout the region seeing you soon, our urgent care centers in Muhlenberg, Maiden Creek, and Straustown seeing you quickly, our emergency room in Burn Township seeing you now, or our on-demand app and walk-in lab, mammography, and imaging services seeing you anytime. We're ready when you need us to get you back to the health you need to live the way you want. Visit PennStateHealth.org to learn more. Back here, Jack Miller stroking a three right out of the break. Make it 21 to 11. Second three of the game for Burks Catholic as Ryan Cuck hit a triple earlier in Uniontown this time. Feeling the pressure for you there for WEU. There for W. Uphold job trapping, uh, 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 uphold down in the corner. Nowhere to go. Tried to bounce it off of Saint, did not. Cuck out to Miller. Miller, a quick three. Well, I see those pep talks that Coach Eshley gave Miller on the bench have really paid off. Well, it scared me. <laughs> there was, was no doubt in Jack's mind he was getting that ball in the corner and letting it fly. Yeah. And nothing but nylon. Yeah, you're, you said it. Zone defense here, 3-2, as they try to limit shots from outside the arc. J.J. Jordan reading that passing lane well. Comes up with the steal. Jordan driving, kicking. Ryan Cock a three. That one too strong. Josh McCoy going after it. He's on the hardwood. He has it stripped away from him. Back comes Uniontown. They turn great the ball over. That one knocked out of, great out of JJ. JJ's arms. Absolutely. Great hustle to get back. There was a little bit of a fast break after that scrum down at the other end. JJ came down, got involved, got the ball. Ball knocked out of bounds by the Red Raiders. Saints pick it up one last shot here 20 seconds ago in the first quarter, down by seven. 21 14. We took within 15 seconds. Burks Catholic will hold for one. So look around into McCoy. It goes off his hands. Back comes Uniontown. Three on one opportunity. They'll drop it off on the doorstep and they miss. Oh, Gardner unable to finish on the three on one as J.J. Jordan did just enough to disrupt. Anything that they had in transition, and that will do it for the first quarter. 21-14, your score after eight minutes of play as Burks Catholic trailing for one of the uh, first times here in postseason. Uh, I mean, you'd probably have to look all the way back to uh, to counties, counties, to be yeah. quite honest. Last time they played Exeter probably was the last time they trailed in a playoff game. Most certainly is. We'll take a quick break and be right back. 21-14 when we return on the Saints Sports Network. The new Birdies Inn is your entertainment spot in Exeter. There's something every day of the week. Dancing to the oldies on Monday, open mic Tuesday, trivia or live music on Wednesday, Thursday is karaoke with Angie, and live music Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Entertainment galore, great food, and the friendliest people in Berks County. The new Birdies Inn, 160 Old Friedensburg Road in Exeter. It's the inn thing to do. 
check Birdie's Facebook page for the full entertainment schedule. Now back to the game on the Saints Sports Network. Back here at Wolf Gymnasium, 21-14 after one quarter of play. Burks Catholic will have possession thanks to that uh, one tie-up. They won the opening tip. And we'll get it here to start the second, trailing by seven. Jordan setting a screen for Cuck. Now to McCoy. They'll swing it around the perimeter. McCoy trying to do his best to drag in that defender. And Ryan Cuck fouled in route. He'll go to the stripe for two. So they got Braxton there. So for Braxton, that will be number one on him. Just one foul left to give for Burks Catholic. That was the last foul to give for the Red Raiders. So the next one will send Burks Catholic into the bonus as Cuck misses the first. That one just hung on the rim. It wouldn't drop for him. Cuck is a an 81.4. Burks Catholic in the midst of a 6-0 run. And it will stay a 6-0 run as Cuck misses both. A nice job there, Josh McCoy got his hand on almost tipped it back in. But Red Raiders will step back in their offense here against this 3-2 zone by BC. Yeah, with Josh McCoy at the top of it, too. Jack Miller and J.J. Jordan either side. Gedio and Cuck, their, their length down low. Well, and that's one thing both McCoys give BC is a defensive presence. Gedio closing out. Well done by him on Grooms. Uniontown chucking up a three. Grooms with the miss. Cuck skies up for the rebound. Something we talked about in the pregame. Even though uh, the Red Raiders have some height, they do not use it as Jordan hits a layup there, and he's in the scoring column with two points. They don't use their big guys like big guys, almost like we saw with Fleetwood the other day. J.J. getting away with uh, no personal foul there. I mean, let me tell you, his uh, defender really sold it. Is driving up, has it tipped by Cuck, and look at Josh McCoy going up amongst the trees and grabbing the board. 6.30 left to play here in the second. Chance here for BC to cut it to a one-score game. McCoy down the lane. He's fouled and he makes the basket. Yeah, well, Great it's an job. offensive foul. <laughs> offensive foul called him McCoy. Oh, they did call him. I'm sorry. Yeah, they, they called him for that one. Ah. McCoy, that'll be number two for him. That was the last Burks Catholic foul that they had to give here. Well, ah, that was a tough I'm call. I'm sure after Jordan uh, shrugged his shoulder into his defender the last time down the court, they were uh, not in the mood to uh, swallow their whistles on that one. Double dribble and right there. there yeah, palming violation called on Uniontown. How about that? Braxton with the turnover. <laughs> 609 left to play here. Burks Catholic trailing by just five. They trail by as many as 13. Gedio down low in the lane, kicks it back out to McCoy. McCoy a pump fake. Another Uniontown player down on the floor. McCoy driving, he's fouled. McCoy playing some big boy basketball here tonight. Nice little hesitation as he went baseline. We're going to get a, a technical here. Yeah. And a bench warning yeah, called bench on the Red Raiders. Like the Red Raiders. <laughs> <laughs> so the thing and, was. Uh, Kazmarski just kind of uh, shrugs his shoulders. 
Yeah, all right, that's fair. He was upset with the fact that the defender fell down. McCoy did not push off. No. And then McCoy did a nice job. It was just a hesitation and took it to the baseline. Got fouled. He misses the first one here. So he is now three for four from the line. Chance to make it four for five and put himself up to 80% here. And second he does one. just that. Yeah, and the second one's good by McCoy. Fouls on Grooms, that's his first. And like I said, the last foul for Uniontown. So Burks Catholic now on the bonus. So work it around. Banging down low, now up top. J.J. Jordan once again at the top of that 3-2 zone. Interrupting the pass over to McCoy who lays it in. And a quick timeout. Yep. Yeah, Uniontown needs to take a timeout here to stop the bleeding. As an 11-0 run here by Burks Catholic has flipped this game on its head. It's a 30-second timeout taken by the Red Raiders. So they'll holler at the uh, Saints to get up off the bench. How about that? Well, I'll tell you, Josh McCoy has certainly come to play basketball tonight. He has been aggressive, thrashing to the lane. Um, I know he got called for the charge there, but again, did not hesitate to take the next opportunity to go right back to the basket. And so something very, he's the best athlete in the court right now. He must know that we haven't interviewed him yet this year. So <laughs> he's itching for that interview. I can feel it. I, I think that's all it is. He's itching for the interview. If you take a look at the Burks Catholic bench, Kingston McCoy not available here tonight. So that's why they've had to go with Parker 9. Jackson Gettio will get an extended run here. Jackson's doing a good job right now closing out these uh, balls that get to the corner in this 3-2 zone. A long three put up by Winfrey, and finally Uniontown able to stop the, the hemorrhaging. Yeah, Winfrey's having a heck of a half for himself as well. Yeah, that's his second three. He's been the line for four as J.J. Jordan going strong to the cup gets two more. His second bucket for four. Yeah, Winfrey already had a dozen points. Now 24, 21. Driving in, and he didn't even have the basketball when he went up with that. Saying that he got smacked in the face was Wallace. I mean, just absolutely wild drive into the cup, and he's going to get rewarded with two. And they gave the foul to Jackson Gettio. <laughs> I don't even think Jackson Gettio moved. He was right here in front of us. That was the last foul Burks Catholic had to give. So now Uniontown in the bonus for the remaining 445. Wallace to the stripe. Hits the first. So they actually didn't have it on the shot. It was a one and one. On the floor, yeah. On the floor. Which, all right, that's a little bit more fair. Second one by Wallace is good. Wallace a 63% free throw shooter. Nobody on this uh, Uniontown squad, and an especially great free throw shooter. The Their leaders are at 67%, hitting two out of every three is Ryan Cuck. Speaking of threes, that one off back iron. McCoy has it stripped away from him after grabbing the offensive board. Great Driving job there by JJ. Yeah, JJ. Set that steal up the whole way. As the other end, there goes Cuck with the layup. But JJ set that up. He showed off the ball, came back underneath it, and took it right away from uh, uh, Wallace there. Well done by JJ Jordan. He's like, all right, I can be aggressive too on the on the defensive end. Match their offensive aggression as another three put up by Winfrey. That one in and out. Ball still loose. Finally, Cut comes down with it as McCoy and McLee going after it. 
Cuck driving in, slashing, gets two more. And that's the athleticism right there of Ryan Cuck. Leaning in, slashing, laying off the glass, getting two, and he puts the Saints down by just one point here. 340 to go. Driving oh, down and gonna get yeah. him the body there. Cuck, Cuck got all ball, but he also got him with the body. So for Cuck, that'll be his first personal. And to the stripe is McLee. As McLee now makes it only just uh Notorious Grooms as the last Red Raider starter to not go to the free throw line. First one's good by McLee. McLee a 51, yeah. yeah. 51% free throw Let's see shooter. How this one goes here. Looking to make it a three-point lead. Can't do it. Put back attempt as man, Wallace spun off of his man down on the low block and a blocking foul called on JJ Jordan. Yeah. Nice job there, though, by uh, Bakari Wallace, number five of the Red Raiders. Real aggressive on that ball, getting it off the glass and making something happen. And now because of the bonus, he'll shoot a one-on-one -one here. I'm not sure if Burks Catholic has seen a team that's this overtly aggressive on the offensive end. I mean, Red Raiders just get after it, and we're going to have a lane violation here. Called on Uniontown, so even if it went, don't count the bucket. Got McLee cheating into the lane. And Nile checking the game here quickly. Nine will replace somebody. He's going to get Josh, be Josh McCoy. McCoy. Yeah. <laughs> McCoy will most definitely just get a breather here. He gets the old pat on the back from Snip. Must be rewarding going to the bench and not getting yelled at. Or, or you probably thought you did something really wrong and <laughs> you get yelled at. Jack, Jack Miller spot up three from way out, hits the front of the iron. Rebounded by Braxton, and back comes the Red Raiders here, up by two. They'll look down low to McLee. McLee thought he had a walk, and instead Parker Nine with a big-time swat from behind. Nearly spiked that one back into the ground as McLee will take a seat. Gardner will reinsert himself into this game. All six foot six inches of him. Yeah, he's a tall drink of water. Man, another tough bucket there is Braxton. I mean, these guys are just, they don't care where they're at on the floor. They don't care how much pressure is on them. They're just going to chuck it up. They're going to get to the paint and throw it up off the glass and see what happens. As you said, though, they scored over 100 points, what, three times? Uh-huh. Uh, they're not going to hit it today. But I'm sure that's how they do it. I mean, we saw Redding High run it up against Daniel Boone, and you're like, how the heck do they do that with a running clock in the second half? Well, it's because they, they play like that get up and down the court really quickly. And, I mean, it's basically a Mike D'Antoni offense that it's 10 seconds or less. Everybody's playing hot potato. Is Ryan Cuck lining up a three. That one's short. Nine, the offensive board. Hands it back off to Cuck, who's rejected by Gardner. Speaking of that tall glass of water. And Gedio. wow. I thought it was a block. He won't get called for it. And instead, Uniontown turns it over. All right, I'm not. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna complain. <laughs> Checking in for Uniontown, a senior guard again, Tanner Uphold. Again, a little bit of a mismatch last time he was in the game, as they've gone to a zone here as well, a three-two zone. Most certainly have. Currently leading by four on the road. Jack Miller getting that beautiful screen from Parker Nine, and another three for Jack Miller. His third. He has nine. 
And they closed her within one. So two teams who play a ton of man have both gone to a 3-2 zone with short benches and a lot of fouls. Another three launched. That one's short. Grooms unable to hit. Cuck grabs the board. 145 left to play here in the first half. Burks Catholic down by 13 at one point. Has stormed all the way back. They've limited Uniontown, who put up 21 in the first quarter. They now just the have back eight. Jack here again in the corner. They tried to get Jack in the corner again. They get Cuck up top. He hits the three, and BC is now up by two. It's a good day in Reading when Ryan Cuck is being aggressive and doing what he does best. He came in. They said 18 points. I was told when I entered that it was down to 16 as they took a look at the uh, the stat sheets again as Winfrey unable to miss. And we're going to have a foul called on Uniontown, a loose ball. And we should be walking the length of the court for one and one. Yeah, they're going to get Tanner uphold there, just banging into the back of Jack Miller as he went up for the ball. So Jack will go to the line to shoot a one and one here. one eleven to go here in the first half. BC now leads by two. And Miller up the line to shoot one and one. Miller, I swear this is a typo. 42.9%. You have it 42.9%. 42.9%. He probably hits that from beyond the arc. I, I, <laughs> I looked at it four times today thinking maybe it was wrong. Now well, it hits the first, which is good because I took, put uh, two circles on my stat sheet here for two free throws. So maybe I willed that one into existence. And he misses the second, nine. They're going to call him for a personal foul. Now, is that ref calling the foul from up there? He absolutely is. The guy the furthest underneath the ref. basket was right there, uh -huh. no foul. And that's what Snip's asking right now. How is that guy making the call from half court when there are a referee on the baseline looking right at that? Either way, it sends Garter to the line. 67% free throw shooter. And still shoot uh, two shots here. Garner looking to become the, uh, well, and he does, become the first non-starter to finally get some points up on the board as he hits the first. So yeah, double bonus now for Uniontown. As Garner, his second in and out. Uniontown trying to save it, goes up off the backboard. And it will belong to Burks Catholic. Uphold doing everything that he could to try <laughs> to save it and ends up throwing it off the back of the backboard. 107 left to play. This Burks Catholic up by two. Again, they were down by 13 in the first quarter. As Cuck driving in, loses the handle, double team, ends up spinning around, gets two. Great job there by Ryan Cuck, understanding the awareness. He Ryan cut in. Ryan cut in. Ryan cut in. Ryan cut in. Ryan Cuck now four points away from 1,000 in his career. Looking to match his teammate J.J. Jordan. Looking down low, and we're going to have a walk called on Uniontown as Gardner took too many steps. Uniontown will come out in a full court pressure here. A little loose as Uphold finally backs off. 30 seconds remaining. Burks Catholic in no hurry. Going to try and get Jack in the corner again here in the last shot. Let's see what happens. Miller sprinting out. You can see Miller sprinting out. Nowhere to go there. Now he's going to roam baseline. Well, they're going to try and hold the last 20 seconds here, so we'll see what happens. Oh, they're going to get a foul on Braxton. Wow, that's a bad foul. I don't know. 30 feet away from the basket, Braxton called for the personal, and it sends Ryan Cuck, Burks Catholic's best free throw shooter, to the stripe for one and one. 
trying to work that magic again. I put down two shots here. <laughs> Let's work. Thousand and four points away from a thousand and four points away from a thousand in his career. He actually went back and forth with the Reading Eagles, supposedly. Took a look at their stat sheets as he hits the first. Burks Catholic took a look at their stat sheets. They conferred with the Reading Eagle and said, hey, we actually have two more points for Ryan Cuck. I don't think it's going to matter either way at the end of the day. Probably not. So he hits both. Well, that will leave Uniontown to clean up the first half. There's under 10 seconds to play. As Clay hold. Unable to finish. Three seconds left. Finally, Clayhold hits a three in front of the... Do it. Will do it. Will do it. Uphold with the three. And it closes the gap to three now. It's BC gets 22 points, though, in that second quarter to have a three-point lead at the half. So a great job there of kind of taking that initial punch in the face, if you will, with the bad turnovers and the uh, fouls. 22 points to uh, 12 in that second quarter. How about that for Burks Catholic? 14 in the first. They put up 14 in the first, too. I mean, it's not like they were slouching. Correct. They did, uh, did do their job. But more importantly, holding Uniontown. Uniontown led 21 to 8 at one point. They scored the first seven points of this basketball game. And then they, you know, went up by 13. Burks Catholic closed with a 6-0 run and then continued that into the third quarter as a 7-0 run to start, or sorry, the second quarter, I should say. A 7-0 run to start the second quarter brought them to within two and then finally clung their way all the way back. And they now lead by three at the break. Yeah, the three by Uphold stings a little bit because the BC um, student section got Winfrey to jump up they and take did. the shot with three seconds to go. And as he shot, he saw the clock and realized, oh, no, there's not one second. He threw it to Uphold. Uphold thought there was one second. He caught it and just kind of threw it from the hip, a la Ollie from um, the old Hoosiers movie, and it went right in. Uh, so we'll, we will uh, take a break. We haven't been able to pay some love to our sponsors, but uh, a special thank you, I should say, goes out to Penn State Health as uh, they ended up coming forward and they uh, are you know, pretty much sponsoring this entire first round of matchups here between us and Exeter and uh, Burke's Catholic Girls tomorrow. So very thankful for their, uh, their partnership as we uh, continue on with a PIAA state tournament here. But we will take a quick break, pay some love to uh, all of our sponsors, not just Penn State Health. You get kind of bored of that after a while. But 36-33, uh, your score at the break, right here on the Saint Sports Network. The Noah Birdies Inn is your entertainment spot in Exeter. There's something every day of the week. Dancing to the Oldies on Monday, Open Mic Tuesday, Trivia or Live Music on Wednesday, Thursday is Karaoke with Angie, and Live Music Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Entertainment galore, great food, and the friendliest people in Berks County. The new Birdies Inn, 160 Old Friedensburg Road in Exeter. It's the inn thing to do. Check Birdie's Facebook page for the full entertainment schedule.
selling or buying a house? Call Mikey LeBron of eXp Realty. Mikey is a full-service realtor dealing in residential, business, and investment realty services. Whether it is local, statewide, national, or even international, Mikey can fulfill your real estate needs. Service to his customers is his prime focus, and that has put Mikey in the top 15% of all real estate agents in the nation. Contact Mikey LeBron at 484-772-5106 or on the web at myagentmikey.com. Hurt playing sports? Count on Penn State Health Sports Medicine to help you get back to doing what you love. Weekend warriors and pro athletes get complete care from our skilled sports medicine providers. They'll help you avoid future injuries with a treatment and recovery plan tailored to you. Same day and next day appointments available. Call Penn State Health Sports Medicine at 610-378-2255. That's 610-378-2255. Ole Valley Feed is the area's best place for pet food and supplies and so much more. Featuring all the prime brands and your pet's favorite food. They also have a customer loyalty program that can pay you back in free pet food on many products. Plus, chew toys, grooming supplies, and snacks too. Ole Valley Feed carries a full line of bird food and suet, as well as coal and wood pellets to keep you warm this winter, which are available for delivery. All of this in unmatched customer service. That's Ole Valley Feed. 143 Cleaver Road in Ole, on the web at olevalleyfeed.com and on Facebook.
You're listening to the Saints Sports Network. Back here at Wolf Gymnasium as halftime is finishing up here. Mike is now fully refreshed with some Swedish fish and water. <laughs> uh, don't give away my secrets. I, I was good with my uh, my fruit punch Gatorade. So I uh, roll into the second half with a, a few swigs left of that. Taking a look at the uh, first half stat sheet, Winfrey leading the way for Uniontown with a dozen. Every single player who has entered for the Red Raiders is on the stat sheet, in at least the scoring column. As a Braxton with seven, Wallace with four, McLean and Grooms and Uphold all with three points apiece. As they will swap sides here. And BC comes out right back to that 3-2 zone. Here's a turnover right off the bat. Right off the bat for Uniontown is, let me tell you, they came right out. They punched Burks Catholic right in the mouth with that 7-0 run led by 13. I mean, Burks Catholic, yeah, you can probably watch all the film on these guys as you want, but until you you get that energy that they're bringing on offense, especially coming out and really giving it their best shot in the first five minutes or so, you know, I'm, I'm sure that was an absolute shock for them, but then Jack Miller put them right back into their place as Cuck lining up a pull-up jumper as that one might have grazed the rim at best. Gedio called for stepping out of bounds, trying to grab the board. And for the Red Raiders, uh, you know, Notorious Grooms has three points. He's the leading scorer on the team. Did not do a whole lot, was not very active. When you talk about Winfrey and, and um, Wallace being active, good hands there by Cook. The three lined up, and down it goes for Winfrey. Winfrey now with 15. Ball got knocked away, went right to his hands at the top of the key, and he drained it. And they got a little bent out of position there with that 3-2 zone, overcommitting just a smidge. And left him wide open for that three at the top. J.J. Jordan has to readjust his shot midair, ends up clanging it off the side. If you're the Red Raiders, you'll take that every time down the court. There's going to be a foul on. That's going to be the third one on Josh McCoy. Yeah, Winfrey driving in, draws the personal on McCoy. It will be the third, so I would imagine with this short bench, they'll want to keep Josh McCoy in there. Winfrey, his third trip to the line, where he's 2 of 4. Yeah, and you said it, Ryan, the short bench, no Lawler, no Kingston McCoy on that bench. You're really looking at one sub in Parker 9 right now. That's it. Didn't get any word on uh, what may be ailing Kingston. Did not hear. Second one is good by Winfrey. He's up to 13 now. Ryan Cuck just one bucket away. You could see that he really wanted it there on that first possession. <laughs> Maybe straining just a little too much. Driving in is Jordan. Jordan, a tough layup in the lane, unable to get it. And Jordan came up with the steal, and they're going to blow the play dead because Wallace once again saying that he got smacked in the face. Gonna go jump ball here. I guess. So it should be BC's ball then. Oh, and they're not. There hasn't been any determination here. It looks like they may just give it to Uniontown, who did have possession when Wallace was was injured, and Wallace saying, "Hey, I want to stay in the game." And <laughs> Coach uh, Kazmarski's like, "No, you're you're coming out. Wallace you're saying that you were happy. hit." He, got, he stormed around the bench. He's still yelling at his coach. Yeah, he is. But it will be Uniontown basketball. They did have possession 
when the uh, supposed non-foul happened. So Uphold checks in here for Wallace. We'll see how long that lasts. Hold swinging around, Grooms. He'll swing it around from left to right. A three put up by Braxton. That one too strong. Well, and you said it. Uphold grabs two, gets the offensive board, and lays it back in over Jack Miller. Jack Miller was just running right by him. McCoy. Miller, little head fake. Now back to Cuck. Cuck driving in into the paint, out to McCoy. McCoy, a little stutter step. Now he drives, and he's fouled by Braxton. That's going to be his third. So as McCoy has three for the Saints, now Braxton has three for the Red Raiders, and they're going to put Wallace right back in the game here. They will sub out Braxton with his three personals. Braxton, the 6'2 junior. Substituting, uh, losing some height here as Cuck lining up a three. That one too short. He was fouled after the fact. He hit the deck. No foul called. Referee looked right at it, shook his head. Good look there from Groans down low to McLee for his first two of the half. An 8 nothing run right out of the break here by Uniontown. Really has been a game of runs, hasn't it? It has. McCoy, once again, <laughs> another pump fake and a hand check here by McLee. That'll be number three for him. So now Uniontown, they'll go back to their bench. Gardner will get up, and he will replace McLee. Yeah, I was surprised in the first half when uh, Wallace got that quick second foul. They didn't bring him out, but he is a senior because, as you just see here, you know, Coach Kesmarski goes right to the bench mm -hmm. as soon as there's foul trouble. McCoy hands it off to Jordan. Jordan driving in, and once again, uphold call for the personal. Man. Three personal fouls in what feels like about 30 seconds. I'll say. By Uniontown. Comes with 4.58 left to play here in the third. The second foul called on uphold. Jordan has to get it in. He's got to throw it. Finally gets it into McCoy. Well, that was a long five seconds yeah. right there. Yeah. Some, I'd say home cooking. That certainly wasn't. And now a fourth foul called on Uniontown. You're going to get Garner here, right? Yeah, his second. Sheesh. So four fouls quickly here in the third quarter. Could lead to a very long fourth quarter. A lot of, a lot of free throws, <laughs> which is going to be good for BC if it stays this way. Nice spin move in the lane. McCoy gets rejected by Garner. All the way up ahead, laying it in is Wallace, who gets two more. Now it's a 10-0 run. McCoy trying to say, hey, I got smacked in the head. Don't blame me. But, but it will be a full timeout, and we will take one as well. A 10-0 run here by Uniontown to open up the second half, and it's 43-36 with 4.45 left to play. We'll take a quick break and be right back here on the Saints Sports Network. Penn State Health St. Joseph is here for all of your health and wellness needs. Whether it's our primary care and specialists throughout the region seeing you soon, our urgent care centers in Muhlenberg, Maiden Creek, and Straustown seeing you quickly, our emergency room in Burn Township seeing you now, or our on-demand app and walk-in lab, mammography, and imaging services seeing you anytime. We're ready when you need us to get you back to the health you need to live the way you want. 
Visit PennStateHealth.org to learn more. Back here at Wolf Gymnasium, a personal foul called on Uniontown again. Yeah. Stop me if you've heard this before. BC struggled to get the ball in. They tried to get in the Jack Miller. It didn't happen. Man. Josh McCoy went from baseline to baseline, really, and Gardner ran with him when McCoy caught the ball. Gardner ran right through his back for his third foul. Well, they have it up on the board as his fourth. I had it as his third. Yeah, I only played uh, for him as well. So I don't know. Who knows? Look at that. J.J. Jordan slicing through the lane. Drops it off to Jackson Gettio for his first bucket. That finally breaks the streak. Actually, it was a 13-0 run if you take in that uh, three at the buzzer. So Uniontown, it was a 13-0 run for Burks Catholic. Now he, well, they hit the three here as Uphold coming in off the bench. He now has eight. Make it a 16-3 run. Uphold had 12 threes coming into tonight's game. He has two tonight. Make it a 16-2 run, sorry. Josh McCoy thinking three, little ball fake there. Hands it off to J.J. Jordan. Jordan throws it up wildly, going against Uphold. Josh McCoy able to swipe the basketball away. Uniontown unable to get out of their own way. Is Josh McCoy now with 10. And now BC needs to stop in this 3-2 zone here. They've got to get out in the shooters quickly. Close out, not let our open look here. Uniontown. There's no inside presence here for the Red Raiders with Garner at six foot now, six. They're all he, working outside. Yeah. Now finally, he's down on the left block. A three lined up. That one no good. McCoy getting held. No foul called. And once again, Gardner drawing the personal foul on Jack Miller. When in doubt, just run into somebody and flail. Absolutely. And uh, it's worked out really well. Yes. A lot of flailing. Miller now gets his third foul. Nye checks in, McCoy coming out. And, and I think the thing that Snip wants McCoy to do is take the ball to the basket. That's two or three times now where he's been down low and dished off. And I think Snip wants McCoy take to the basket and go to the glass, see what happens. And again, we saw a great, great success against Cachese doing it. As a three put up, that one's going to bang its way in as Grooms hits his second three. But again, I can't understand why he goes away from it because it's so effective. He hasn't shot a three here this evening. And at least showing that, hey, I have some range. Come out and try to guard me as Ryan Cuck leaves his three attempts short. And, and finally... Can we, get, uh, can we get Wallace with his third? Yeah, how about that? As, uh, this time, J.J. Jordan pulling a uh, page out of Wallace's playbook, runs into him, flails his arms up, draws the personal. There are a lot of guys in this stat sheet right now that have three fouls and we've got three minutes to go here pretty much in the third quarter. That was Uniontown's last foul to give by the way and yeah, that's what right. Catholic in the bonus and it comes with uh, just over 2.30 to play here in the third. JJ driving into the paint has it stripped and a travel called on him. He's trying to say hey my pivot foot didn't move the referee right here in front of us says otherwise. It's a big time in the game right here for BC. Down by nine, 225 to go here in the third quarter. Burks Catholic held to just four points here in the first well, just about six minutes. Uniontown's going to pull the ball out, run clock here. 
Pull-up jumper from the stripe, no good. Nine comes down with the board, and yeah, that has to be a foul. And that's four on Wallace. Four on Wallace, and we'll be walking the length of the court here as Parker Nine will be shooting one and one with 2.06 to play here in the third. Yeah. We're going to have some exciting basketball here in the fourth, just uh, taking slow walks up and down the court. Another senior checking the game here for Wallace is the 5'9'' senior, Tavian Richardson, number 12. Three and a half points per game, has hit two threes all season as nine goes to the line, looking for his first points. Too nine. strong off the back iron. Yeah, nine with the miss. And we're going to have a jump ball called. Josh McCoy will come back in. The ball stays with Burks Catholic with 2.05 left here in the third. So Saints will have a baseline here, left of the basket, down by nine. 2.05 to go here in the third quarter. They'll toss it up to Miller. He grabs it beyond the arc. Nine into Jordan. Jordan slicing in, gets two. J.J. Jordan has been, I'll say, somewhat ineffective here tonight. He's taken some wild shots in pursuit of, you know, trying to get anything going for this Burks Catholic offense. And that time, I mean, Jerry could have hit that one. A wide-open layup. Makes it 49-42. Drop it off on the doorstep as Richardson now on the stat sheet. And again, Richardson is a senior. He's their quarterback on the high school football team at Uniontown. All eight players right now for Uniontown in the scoring column is Jordan driving in, gets two, count it, and one. J.J. Jordan hits the deck hard. He'll stop and collect his thoughts a bit, get helped up by McCoy and nine, and he'll go to the stripe looking for three. So they got Wintry there on the blocking foul after the made basket, so that's only his first. But again, <laughs> congratulations. double bonus here. We're, we're just two away. Oh, my gosh. Hard to believe. Eight to two. <laughs> Which and is, to be quite honest, that's been pretty darn fair. <laughs> well, and not just that, but BC needs these fouls. Yeah. You're, you're down by seven points right now to get yourself back in it. You're going to get some easy points here at the line the rest of the game. And for J.J. Jordan, just his first trip to the stripe. Just over 50% from the free throw line. Sitting at 55, misses. Josh McCoy grabs the offensive board, tries going up, he's stripped. Back the other way, Rooms in transition, unable to finish. Ball still loose, finally Cut comes up with it, and a foul called on Uniontown as Gardner, he is fouled out of this game, if that's number five. Let's see we'll what see what they uh, put up on the board. I have him as four in the book. You have him as four. But the clock, eh, that's yeah, five. up as five. They so. got him out of the game with five fouls. So one point on the night for Levi Gardner, the senior 6'6 six, six, uh, sub who comes in. He is done for the night, and they do not have a deep bench just like BC. So that is huge right now with 111 to go. Not a deep bench with any type of height. McLee re-enters with three fouls, and if you're Burks Catholic, you got to go after him yes. as Cuck hits the first. He has really been uh, stretching. He had 14 in the first half. If he makes this, it will be point number 1,000. A hush falls over the crowd. There it is. 
There it is. They won't stop the game quite yet, but Ryan Cuck, congratulations to him. Point Absolutely. number 1,000. Joins the, uh, the very short list of Burke's Catholic players up there. Joining yeah. teammate J.J. Jordan in the 1,000-point club. Uniontown taking the air out of the basketball here, up by five. It's Parker Nine charged with guarding grooms. Now finally they'll swap it up, switch it up a little bit. 35 seconds remaining. And again, you've got to stay in this zone because of the foul situation. BC can't come out and go man-to-man -man here. There's just too many fouls on the docket. Not in a little hand check with grooms. Doing it five seconds here soon, though. Yeah, that has to be. <laughs> five seconds has lasted an eternity here this evening. It's nine, yeah. He's coming out to guard him. Got him turned. Should be a steal and there. And Josh oh! dribbles it off his own foot. He read the passing lane well. And as soon as he tried putting it on the floor, I think it actually hit his trailing foot. As Jeremiah Hager will check in. They need to uh, draw from that bench however they can. Five seconds remaining. Out from beyond the arc. Hager, his shorts, shot is short. Jack Miller chucks up a long-distance attempt. Clangs off the backboard, and that'll do it. Burks Catholic led by three at the half. They now trail by five going into the fourth quarter. Eight more minutes left to play. It's 51-46. More to come when we return for fourth quarter action here on the Saints Sports Network. The new Birdies Inn is your entertainment spot in Exeter. There's something every day of the week. Dancing to the oldies on Monday, open mic Tuesday, trivia or live music on Wednesday, Thursday is karaoke with Angie, and live music Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Entertainment galore, great food, and the friendliest people in Berks County. The new Birdies Inn, 160 Old Freedensburg Road in Exeter. It's the inn thing to do. Check Birdie's Facebook page for the full entertainment schedule. Now let's get back to the game on the Saints Sports Network. Back here in Wolf Gymnasium, Ryan Cuck. Poor kid's not going to be able to celebrate that 1,000 points. <laughs> no, you will As, not. Uh, they uh, gave a big round of applause, announced it during the break, and uh, he had to focus in on Coach Esterly. As the teams are ready, the cheerleaders are not as they come running off the court. Now the Red Raiders have gone and just holding the ball here, holding it out at top of the key to try and get BC out of this zone, see what happens. Across the uh, 422 divide here, Exeter leading 46-39 after three quarters of play. As driving in and a blocking foul called on McCoy as Wallace draws the personal. For McCoy, that'll be number four. Gedio will check back in. He'll have to go in for McCoy. <laughs> 7.44 to go. McCoy's coming out of the game, and they're down by five. He'll drop it down low underneath, and oh, no, give me a break. They're going to call a Give me a break. Here. Absolutely not. Ball. Absolutely not. Let's see. Let's see if we get a jump ball here. No! 
Get out of here. That is a bad once, call. Once again, the referee right on top of the play called a jump ball, and the referee standing out here darn near Snip Esterly on the opposite side of the court calls the foul underneath the basket, and it sends Uniontown to the stripe. Yeah, they're gonna get what an absolutely miserable play. Hits the first. So they got Ryan Cuck with his second foul there. Really a tough call. What absolute nonsense. They just get a point out of it. It was Winfrey one of two. So BC trails by six here. JJ gets it off to Miller. Parker Knight drives down the lane. Nine, stops, pops, gets two in the paint. Kind of got caught in no man's land. <laughs> he just, just said, all right, I'll shoot. I'm in the lane. Hey, if it works for Uniontown, it can work for me. That's pretty much been the theme of the night. Hey, if I can run into players and flail my arms and draw fouls, hey, we can do it too. A three put up by Grooms, unable to finish. Cuck tracks down the board right in front of Wallace. Cuck, a little dribble handoff with J.J. Jordan, and we'll start the half-court offense. Berks Catholic trailing by four, under seven to play. Cuck drives, cut off well by Grooms. Nowhere to go. Out to Parker, nine, nine, lining up a three. That one's short. Cuck grabs the offensive board, got his man up in the air, tries to turn around, has it blocked by McLee. Somehow, Berks Catholic retains possession. Cuck gets a screen from Gedio, drives, stops, gets two in the paint. Cuck just his first bucket of the second half. He now has 18 to lead Burks Catholic, and they trail by just two. Grooms looking down low, Braxton at the top of the key in that zone, and a foul called on J.J. Jordan. Maybe I'm getting the, uh, the both bald referees confused, but they've been absolutely abysmal here this, <laughs> this evening. I think it's been just this one more than anything. I can't tell. They, they look like they could be twins. One's a little bit more rotund than the other. As Parker Nine called for the personal. Ends up blocking McLee. Well, if you were going to foul someone, that was the guy to foul McLee. Shoots 51% here. But now they called it, they gave Braxton the ball. For Nine, that's his third. That was the last foul to give for Burks Catholic as McLee hits the first. He's two of three here this evening. No, it's Braxton shooting. Oh, sorry. Braxton. That's my fault. He's four of five. Gets it and just shoots. He doesn't waste much time on the line. He does not. Braxton now with nine, his first points of the second half. Leads back to four. Cuck. Driving. Almost got it to fall, but he's fouled going up with it. Two at the stripe for him. Ryan Cuck reasserting himself here. That is the 10th team foul, though, for the Red Raiders. So BC, double bonus, will shoot two the rest of the way. Ryan Cuck hits the first. You know, Mike, you can just tap me on the shoulder if you have to cough. I'll mute you. Like I just did to myself. 
play-by-play and, uh, bro- and a producer here this evening. And doing a wonderful job. As Cuck, one of two at the stripe. Uniontown driving in. Floater in the paint is good by Braxton. That was a good basket right there. Extends it back to five here for the Red Raiders. 5.30 to go here in the game. J.J. brings it up court, top of the key. Trying to hand it off to Jack Miller for three. Into Ryan Cuck. Cuck spinning with it. Caught off well. Now Jordan driving in, swatted away by McLee. Counted and one as Jackson Gettio, the Swiss Army knife for this Burks Catholic squad, picks up the offensive rebound, lays it in, and hacked in the process. Gettio now with four on the evening, besting his average. I believe it's at 3.3, it is. He had a career high of, I believe it was 16. I'm just guesstimating because I've said it so many times. I'm not even looking it up. It came against Governor Mifflin. He misses the free throw. Uniontown trying to force the issue with nobody back. They'll look down low. Trying to look across the paint. And they find Wallace. Wallace now with eight points. Cuck finds a streaking Parker nine. Nine held onto it maybe a little too long. Gedio tracks down the offensive board. Looking down low to Parker nine. Out to Jack Miller. Miller a three. That one in and out. Would have closed the gap back to two. Had the look they wanted through a yeah. wide open three. Can't fault him for that. Is driving in, getting it and one is Wallace. Again. Wallace now with 10 goes to the stripe for the third attempt of the evening. Leads back to seven for Uniontown. Just more aggressive than, than the Saints right now is Wallace. And once again, oh, that was another early entry by Braxton. He was in that lane, but he hits it. It's Burks Catholic. A little stagnant on offense. Jack Miller finally kicking it out to Parker Nine, a three. Parker Nine, you bet. He has five points all coming here in the second half. Lead trim back to five. Richardson driving in, and there's nobody down low stopping him. Sorry, that was Wallace driving in, and just nobody there. Yeah, he gets past out. his first defender, and that's all there was. He didn't need to close out there. He hasn't shot a jump shot out there as Cut goes hard wow. to the basket. Gets a... We get a little collision down here under the basket, but timeout BC down by five, but great athleticism there by Cuck with the left-handed layup. 3.51 to go in this one. BC trails by five. Timeout Saints. 63-58, Uniontown on top. We will take a quick break and be right back. More to come when we return on the Saints Sports Network. Hurt playing sports? Count on Penn State Health Sports Medicine to help you get back to doing what you love. Weekend warriors and pro athletes get complete care from our skilled sports medicine providers. They'll help you avoid future injuries with a treatment and recovery plan tailored to you. Same day and next day appointments available. Call Penn State Health Sports Medicine at 610-378-2255. 
That's 610-378-2255. Right back at it here in Reading. Uniontown basketball as Burks Catholic, fresh out of the timeout, will pick up a full-court press. Looks like man-to-man. Yeah, I wonder how long we'll keep, see Josh McCoy on the bench here. 3.51 to go. I know he has four fouls, but, you know, so does Wallace. They will hand it off. Burks Catholic will back off the press a little bit. Winfrey probing, working against Parker 9, driving in against 9. Gets a little bit of distance. And Winfrey now. He now has 21 in this in this game as J.J. Jordan counting in one. Got two more. Finally some daylight for J.J. Jordan. He had four in the first half. He's got six here in the second. And he goes to the stripe. Winfrey away from the play hit the hardwood. I'm not sure what that's about. I guess he had I mean, Charlie horse or something. He must have because it's right above his right knee that he's holding. Right at the bottom of his quad. Yeah, away from the action, so. Mm-hmm. Still a little gimpy trying to walk it off. J.J. looking to make it three points here at the stripe. And he will finish off the three-point play. Jordan with seven in the second half, 11 in the game. Cuts the lead back down to four for Uniontown. Burks Catholic in need of some stops here on the defensive end. Nine going up against Braxton. Braxton turnaround jumper, no good. Nine grabbed the rebound, had it stolen away from him by Wallace, who lays it in. Just got to be stronger with the ball there. That's all it is. You did the the hard work. You came down with the rebound. You did a good job. And then, I mean, Wallace just sniping it. Jordan driving in, gets two. J.J. coming alive here when Burks Catholic needs him the most. It's back to four. J.J. challenging Winfrey. He wants him. Look at him shaking his head, clapping in front of him. Just going to hold the ball. He's got to cut that distance down and get help then. Driving in. Nine hits the deck. McCoy fresh into the game, grabs the board. That ball went straight up in the air from Winfrey. And Winfrey from behind called for the personal. He sends Ryan Cuff to the stripe for two. J.J. just got hit with a for running into him. J.J. just not a smart move. Walked right into him, chesting him up and got called for the technical. So that's going to give Cuck his two, the Red Raiders there too, and the ball. Just have to be smarter. You just have to. You're, you're a senior leader on this team. You can't do things like that. No. We saw it against Exeter late in that game too, where it was a close game. Exeter was starting to pull away a little bit towards the end as Cuck hits the first. And Jordan was called, Jack Miller was called for a technical in that game. J.J. was called for a technical late. And you just can't have meltdowns from your senior leadership. Not it's one thing to in the state tournament, yeah. and there's two minutes left in the game. You're running out of opportunities here as Cuck makes one of two. <laughs> Man. 
Oh, man. And now two at the stripe here for Uniontown. We'll walk down to the other end. So they'll get a chance for a five-point lead and the ball with 215, 216 to go. Braxton has hit four of five here this evening. A 67% free throw shooter hits the first. He does not waste time, as we said. He gets the ball. No. He bounces it once, maybe twice. Looks yep, there's two straight up with it. And the second one rims out. So no harm, no foul. But Uniontown will get the ball back. I think that took was some years off our life, I think. Well, and the point, that's a big point right now. Two-possession game. Jack Miller coming out to guard Grooms. Grooms still working on him. Finally, they'll kick it out. Winfrey back to Braxton. Braxton drives in. Rejected by the underside of the rim. Ball still loose. Comes down with it. As McLee grabs the offensive rebound. Jordan now working on Winfrey. Winfrey drives past him. Swatted away by McCoy. Winfrey gets, the own, gets his own board. Oh, and finally, McCoy out. fouls out. That'll be number five for Josh McCoy. Ten Parker, nine, take night. off your warm-up. Or no, Gedio will take off his warm-up and re-enter this game. As McCoy fouling far away from the play. Just one and one here for Uniontown. That was the last foul Burks Catholic had to give in the single bonus. Exeter in a ball game as well. 56-53 with a minute 18 remaining in that one. As Grooms, his first trip to the stripe, he hits the first. Comes the sixth Uniontown player to head to the free throw line here tonight. Two big ones there. Yes, that's a three-point exchange on that technical right there. Cuck. Working on Braxton. Nowhere to go with it. Jordan. Back Winfrey. to Cuck. Cuck a three. Cuck a three. Yeah, Winfrey is just manning up Miller step for step. But huge by Cuck there. Hits the three. Cuts it to a one possession game. 119 to go here at the old Hill Gym Arena. A 30 second timeout. So we will stay right here. Yeah, just 79 seconds left separating one of these teams' seasons from finishing up here at Wolf Gymnasium. Yep, it's, this is a game that they're going to go, whoever team loses is going to go back and say, hey, we just were not disciplined in those moments. We need to be disciplined. Burks Catholic for all that has gone right and all that has gone wrong here this evening. Still right in the thick of it. Just a one-possession game here with 119 left, and let me tell you, I never say never now after watching uh, the Berks Catholic girls have a four-point lead evaporate with 30.1 seconds left when Amaya Stewart went on a 5-0 run all by herself, hitting arguably two of the biggest buckets that she will hit in her career. And we're going to have a foul called on Berks Catholic. And it's called by her favorite referee, by the way. <laughs> well, that, At least he, he was a little bit closer to the play this time. BC needed that foul there. Only that's Jack Miller's fourth foul now. Two at the stripe. And I'm not sure who the next guy off the bench is here for BC. It might be Aiden Gaffney at this point. 
Gaffney would be involved. Javen Diaz would also be there as Grooms hits the first. Grooms three for three from the line right now. Grooms misses off to the right. It goes off Ryan Cox's hand, and it's back to Uniontown. Nine trying to foul. Yeah, no walk called there. Still get it back to Grooms. Grooms gets past Ryan Cuck, and Cuck called for the personal. Grooms back to the stripe. Grooms looking to extend the lead from four. Now, this is the first. So 67% shooter. Right now, he's three for five, uh, three for six on, three for five on the night. He's missed his last two. And hits the last one. Leads back to five, 105 left to play. Ryan Cuck, we're gonna have an offensive foul called on Burks Catholic. It's gonna be on Gettio. No, they called oh, him no, on, they called on Braxton. Wow. Gettio shoot the two. He was pointing at Gettio. I thought that he was calling him for a, for an illegal screen. Now there's some. It's going to be on McLee. McLee with three fouls. Braxton, they got him for or five. Or they got Braxton for five. Well, never mind then. Uphold will come back in. Braxton leads scoring 12 points and fouling out of this game. Just over a minute to go. No bigger foul shots in Jackson Gettio's life than right here. Hits the first. Great job there by Jackson Gettio. Gettio doesn't get to the stripe very often, but he shoots almost 70%. He hits both. Back they come. Three-point game. Driving in and a foul called on Burks Catholic. Winfrey lost the handle and it smacked away and he goes to the stripe. Foul's going to be on nine, and that'll be number five for him. So, yeah, you're going to have to escape to the bench here. As now McCoy. And now they finally fix it back to four. Uh, okay. First one's good by Winfrey. Yeah, I only had him for three fouls. Yeah, so did I. That point. <laughs> but I only had Garner for four fouls last time. Second one's good by Winfrey. Back to five. Cuck. To Gettio. Gettio lining up a three. That one off to the left. Richards, or sorry, Winfrey grabs the board. They have to get out of their own end. Uniontown finally does. They throw it all the way down to Wallace, who tries going up with it, and they're going to call Gettio for a foul. He met him right at the high point. It looked like he was trying to dunk. And we're going to have a technical foul called on Burks Catholic, and the wheels are finally coming off. Thirty-four seconds left. Seventy-four sixty-nine. As yeah, you're right. Aiden Gaffney coming in. He'll take the place of Parker Nine. So Nine gets the technical. So that's his fifth. Richardson hits. Wallace, yeah. Or sorry, Wallace. <laughs> I just keep calling him Richardson. All of them. Everyone's Richardson. Hits both. 
Now we still have the technical. So one shot in the ball with 34 seconds to go, and this game has just slipped away from BC, and it's disappointing. Certainly disheartening, too. And I don't have time to count up all the foul shots. It's Richardson hits one of two on that. It'll be Uniontown basketball here now up by eight with 34 seconds left. They'll toss it into Winfrey. Winfrey has Cuck against him. Cuck trying to reach in. Aiden Gaffney called for the personal. Winfrey back to the stripe. Fourteen points on free throws for Uniontown. Burks Catholic for getting Uniontown into the double bonus in the third quarter. Just five points in the fourth. Coming from free throws. Both from the stripe for Winfrey. Lead now sits at 10. A three put up by Jordan hits the bottom of the net. Gaffney going after it. Tries to throw it off of McLee and Uniontown will basically dribble this one out. They come on the road as the number six seed out of driving in and getting two more as grooms. Thanks for that. That will do it. 81-69, your final score. 30-point fourth quarter for the Red Raiders just put this one on ice. A 12-point victory for Uniontown. The number six seed coming in and knocking off the number one seed from District 3 here in Burks Catholic, and that will end the season for the Saints. Tough way to go out. As a sophomore-laden team came out, I mean, there's no other way to put it. They came out and punched Burks Catholic in the mouth. 7-0 run. They forced a whole bunch of turnovers. They ended up up by 13. They were up 21-8. Burks Catholic came all the way back. They had an 11-0 run, came to within 21-19, eventually took a 36-33 halftime lead. Uniontown went on a 13-0 run, spanning the first and second halves. And then never really looked back from that. Burks Catholic, and they kind of went back and forth a little bit, but just unable to get over that hump. Yeah, and the problem was, I mean, even though they dug themselves out of the hole, you know, and, and they got themselves back in the game, they had the lead at the half, but they just never played smart basketball the whole night. They, they, they were not very secure with the ball. And again, the shots at the end, guys taking shots from all over the place. Um, not the shots you're looking for. Gedio pulling the trigger, and then again, you know, Jordan pulling the trigger. But that game changed when we got the technical foul. It would have been a two-point game. We gave them three points and the ball, and it just changed the game. That's pretty much it. You that, depend, you, your seniors can't do that stuff. You depend on your senior leadership. And we should have seen it coming. We hope that they would learn from mistakes. Like I said, very similar to what happened in the Exeter game. 
that you had Jack Miller called for a personal. You had J.J. called for one late. Um, the Jack Miller technical really kind of changed the end of that game a little bit. That it was unneeded, first of all. Right. He, uh, he hit a three, and he made a little motion down by his hips. Mm-hmm. And he was immediately called for that technical foul. And it completely changed the complexion of that game in the fourth quarter. And same thing happening here. But they close the gap. They get back. And you think, all right, we're going to have Ryan Cut going to the line. We're going to narrow that margin even further, get back within a bucket. And instead, yeah, you're right, three points at the other end of the floor. And it just, uh, what, extended out to five. And yeah. Burks Catholic never really uh, got closer than that. Yeah, momentum all went to uh, the Red Raiders. And that's just, again, as you said, you would hope people would learn. You hope your players would learn. Um, not a deep bench. You've got to be smarter. You've got to play better. They had one sub tonight in Parker 9. That was it. One sub, really. I, again, we threw in Aiden Gaffney at the end. He got a foul. But they played six-man basketball tonight. And they didn't play smart. And they didn't play really good with the ball. And so... You know, they kind of earned this 69-81 loss here to a team that they, at times, were much better than and at times were much worse than. It's such an odd game to watch because, uh, I mean, really every single quarter went different directions. Yes, yes. Because Uniontown led by seven after the first quarter. Burks Catholic ended up outscoring Uniontown by 10 in the second quarter. Uniontown outscored Burks Catholic by eight in the third and then by seven in the fourth, putting up 30 points in the fourth quarter. Burks Catholic, you look at theirs, and you're like, all right, they put up 23 in the fourth quarter. That's, yeah, not, too, yeah, that's not too bad. You're right, you're right. When you give up 30 points, and, I mean, I didn't do the math on this, but, what, three, four? More than half of those points coming from the stripe. 16 points by my count. Yeah. 16 of their 30 coming from the foul line and that's ultimately what did it which was it, it's a hard pill to to swallow because Burks Catholic did what they needed to do that foul total was 8-2 at one point and we're like this is going to be a really slow fourth quarter and, and Burks it, Catholic they, has it where it wants it right now they got into the double bonus in the third quarter and for Burks Catholic all you get out of you know, getting into the double bonus, you lose that aggressiveness, you lose the foul calls, and you got five points to show for it from the stripe in the in the fourth quarter. Yeah, I mean, and, and you think of it this way. Jack Miller does not score the whole second half. No. Does not score the entire second half. We talked about senior leadership coming in at the end. Jordan has a good half offensively, but not a very smart or well-played half as far as decision-making. And again, he puts... The momentum all back to the other side of the mm-hmm. gym late in the game. And then, of course, you know, Ryan Cuck can't say enough good things about what he did tonight. 25 points and was inside, outside, all over. But it just wasn't enough. And again, without Kingston McCoy or Kevin Lawler tonight, you know, you lose the 10 points. 10 points of uh, bench play that you normally have. I think it's really losing Kingston McCoy, not having your sixth man off the bench to help spell J.J. when he's not playing extraordinarily well because after that, you really don't have a ball handler. Correct, correct. So you're forced to, to live and die by how J.J.'s playing 
when you no longer have a secondary ball handler out there on the court. Cut can, can handle the ball well, but you're not expecting him to initiate the offense, right? You're not expecting him to bring the ball with pressure up the court. You're expecting Ryan Cuck to do what he do, does best, shoot right. from beyond the arc and slash, which he did tremendously here this yes. evening. Yes, he did. But when your only option off the bench is Parker 9, you're limited to, okay, 9 can't handle the basketball. Josh McCoy was limited to just two points in the second half after an excellent first half. And foul trouble, though, the whole second half. Foul trouble the second half. He had two fouls in that third quarter. He picked up his fourth in the third and had an exit with, what, three minutes left in the, yeah, in the third and eight. didn't come back in so until... Three minutes left in the game. Yeah. So you talk about, he, he played literally, he sat in the bench two-thirds of the, of the second half. You know, and, and you, you, know, you bring up a situation where, you know, we rebound the ball down there, ball gets taken out of our hands and we give up a basket. Just, again, secure the ball, do, this, do the basic things, do the small things that you've done pretty much since you were a little kid. Rebound the ball, be physical, be tough. Make good passes. We, we, we didn't do a whole lot of that tonight. And it, it, we started that way and we finished that way, unfortunately. You know, it was the way. We finished this game the same way we started it, which wasn't good. Poorly, yeah. We'll take a quick break and be right back. Pay some more love to our sponsors, especially, like I said, Penn State Health, uh, helping to uh, get us through this uh, PIAA first round when everything seems to get more expensive. <laughs> Just the way that it rolls. But a special thank you to Penn State Health for uh, for stepping up and making sure that we can provide coverage for both Burke's Catholic boys and girls, but also Exeter, who uh, I'm still waiting for uh, a scoreboard update from uh, from Riften, which I'm sure that we'll get shortly. Uh, but we'll take a quick break, finish up our recap on this, and then look forward to the girls' game uh, tomorrow afternoon playing Aldenreich in Ben Salem. Uh, with a start time of 3 o'clock. So we'll be right back right here on the Saints Sports Network. The new Birdies Inn is your entertainment spot in Exeter. There's something every day of the week. Dancing to the oldies on Monday, open mic Tuesday, trivia or live music on Wednesday, Thursday is karaoke with Angie, and live music Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Entertainment galore, great food, and the friendliest people in Berks County. The New Birdies Inn, 160 Old Friedensburg Road in Exeter. It's the inn thing to do. Check Birdie's Facebook page for the full entertainment schedule. Selling or buying a house? Call Mikey LeBron of eXp Realty. Mikey is a full-service realtor dealing in residential, business, and investment realty services. Whether it is local, statewide, national, or even international, Mikey can fulfill your real estate needs. Service to his customers is his prime focus, and that has put Mikey in the top 15% of all real estate agents in the nation. Contact Mikey LeBron at 484-772-5106 or on the web at myagentmikey.com. Hurt playing sports? Count on Penn State Health Sports Medicine to help you get back to doing what you love. Weekend warriors and pro athletes get complete care from our skilled sports medicine providers. They'll help you avoid future injuries with a treatment and recovery plan tailored to you. Same day and next day appointments available. Call Penn State Health Sports Medicine at 610-378-2255. That's 610-378-2255. 
Ole Valley Feed is the area's best place for pet food and supplies and so much more. Featuring all the prime brands and your pet's favorite food. They also have a customer loyalty program that can pay you back in free pet food on many products. Plus, chew toys, grooming supplies, and snacks too. Ole Valley Feed carries a full line of bird food and suet, as well as coal and wood pellets to keep you warm this winter, which are available for delivery. All of this in unmatched customer service. That's Ole Valley Feed. 143 Cleaver Road in Ole, on the web at olevalleyfeed.com and on Facebook. It's the Saints Sports Network. Just tallying everything up here on the score sheet, Uniontown went 24 of 35 from the stripe here this evening. And again, 16 to 22 in the uh, second half. They had one trip to the foul line in the third quarter. And then uh, after that, 20 trips to the foul line in the fourth. You know, it's funny. When we were talking at the start of the game, we said every kid on Union, Uniontown shoots 67% from the line. They <laughs> what fit, did they hit? They, they shot 68% today from the line. But when, you have 35, so many. but when you have 35 chances from the, you know, from the foul line... Just I mean, yeah, you can get it done with 67, 68% shooting from the stripe. I'm with you. I'm with you. Yay, uh, uh, Again, as I said, they started the same way they finished today. They did not start well. It was very sloppy, out of control at points, and just bad decision-making. And it ended the exact same way, unfortunately. Out of control, bad decisions, and turnovers and fouls. As we see Ryan Cuck getting his... Thousand point picture here with all of his classmates and a thousand points and everything else, but this will be a bittersweet moment for him. Unfortunately, um, I'm glad he got it tonight. Yeah, if he didn't get it tonight, wouldn't have gotten it any other time. As uh, this will end Burke's Catholic season. Just uh, taking a look here. I mean, yeah, Uniontown shot ten more times from the stripe. Uh, in the in the second half, like I said, 16 of 22 overall. Burks Catholic went seven of 11 in the first half, seven of 12 in the second, make it uh, 14 of 23. Ryan Cuck leading the way uh, for all scores with 25 points in his final game uh, here at Burks Catholic. JJ Jordan in his final game with 13 points. Jackson Gedio, Jack Miller. Uh, with 6 and 10, respectively, in their last games. Uh, and then Josh McCoy with 10 and Parker 9 with 5. To speak of uh, two of the returners for next season, yeah, both it'll, juniors. It'll be the, uh, the McCoy show next year. And, uh, you know, we would like to have seen him play tonight. Uh, I, I will find Certainly. out what happened there. But, unfortunately, without him tonight, uh, they, they uh, ran out of bullets. For Uniontown, they were led by Winfrey, who had 23 points. Wallace with 18. Grooms and Braxton both with a dozen. Uh, McLee with five. Yeah, you're right. He doesn't uh, really do much, <laughs> despite being the only height on that team. They don't work him inside or outside, really. And then Garner with uh, one point. Uh, Uphold <laughs> ended up with eight. And Richardson with two off the, the bench for the Red Raiders. Wallace was the difference in the game tonight. Wallace was completely the difference in the game tonight. And, and we saw it on both ends of the court. We saw his energy and his effort led the Red Raiders to this win tonight. Our, our side of it could not match 
his effort tonight. The ninth game that the Red Raiders have dumped in more than 80 points and no bigger moment than the first round of the PIAA tournament. They went in as the three seed in the district tournament, ended up as the sixth seed um, as a sixth place team coming out uh, as they lost to Hampton, uh, 58-47. Imagine them scoring only 47 points. <laughs> well, again, watching that film, they were a lackluster team, yeah. didn't do a whole lot. Uh, and I told you beforehand, Wallace is a guy who's going to shoot the ball a lot. Um, Winfrey did not play that good of a game against Hampton. And, um, you know, notorious uh, Grooms didn't have a big game either. Tonight, I didn't think Grooms did a whole lot. But Winfrey, obviously, and Wallace were, were certainly the difference here. It was a chance for Burke's Catholic to uh, wash off the stench of losing to Archbishop Carroll last year in the opening round game. They ended up losing by seven. Every, uh, virtually everybody returned. Uh, you had uh, two starters from last year's team uh, move on as seniors. And uh, Aiden Sands, who ended up at uh, DeSales, I believe, and Tyler Givens, uh, one of their uh, <laughs> a handful of two-way players, uh, a football player as well. Uh, but they ended up losing by seven last year. They had three straight losses uh, coming into tonight. So now it's four. You got four straight losses, and you empty uh, pretty much, you shake loose a lot of this roster. And uh, next year, you have the McCoys, you have uh, Parker 9, and then uh, you're looking for help everywhere else. So we'll see if it's uh, Javen Diaz stepping up uh, as a senior. He hasn't seen an awful lot of time, but you know a lot of these uh, JV guys, Dominguez, Gaffney, uh, they'll all have a chance to, uh, to step up next year. Yeah. It's an unfortunate way to go out for these seniors. This is a game that they certainly not just were in, but when you're winning at the halftime at home in the first round of states, you got to seal the deal, and unfortunately, they just didn't. For the Red Raiders, they uh, notched their 40th victory in PIAA play. They, uh, they've won four straight championships, the last one in 1981, and they will play either Lewisburg or Littlestown. Littlestown was dispatched by Fleetwood pretty easily in the uh, District 3 semifinal, but they will play either one. I don't have it pulled up here on Twitter, but I could certainly look quick. But um, either one of those teams will uh, be advancing to the next round. And, uh, I mean, if you're Burke's Catholic, it, it feels like a missed opportunity because we talked after the district championship about you know, taking a look at how easy their road could potentially be. They wouldn't meet another district champion until the state semifinals. <laughs> you, you're matched up against a sixth seed who admittedly just kind of gave them an awful lot of fits. Like I said, you punch them in the mouth a handful of times, and Burke's Catholic was just never really able to answer. And how often have you seen Burke's Catholic play a 3-2 zone? Never. I mean, again, just nothing lined up tonight, unfortunately. And... You know, we, we got an 81-69 loss at the end of the season, unfortunately. That one, Littlestown and Lewisburg, I believe, playing a little bit later. I think that they are a 7.30 start time here tonight as we wrap up this one uh, pretty much at the same time that they're starting. Yeah. Uh, so we'll, uh, we won't have that for you, uh, at least not tonight. But uh, we do look forward to, uh, you know, once again, this is a – fantastic senior class that they had back-to-back -back, uh, district championships. championships. You got 2,000 point scores now out of it uh, in both J.J. Jordan and Ryan Cuck. Uh, both of them 
Going on to uh, bigger and better things, J.J. going to play football at Wilkes, Ryan Cuck going to uh, Pitt uh, Johnstown to play uh, D2. So both of those guys moving on. Uh, J.J. may flirt with basketball up uh, with the Colonels, but I don't know if uh, he may just be a one-sport athlete up there at Wilkes. But uh, both of them have had spectacular careers. The other five seniors go out. Uh, at least with a district championship in hand. Absolutely, and you know that's something to look back on. Two-time district champions, you know, they, they battled hard in the counties. Uh, unfortunately, they just came up short tonight, and I'm not sure how long this one stays with you because you, you, you should have been the better team tonight, and you just didn't do it, unfortunately. But again, as you said, you have a district championship to, to hang your, your uh, medal around your head and your neck, and that's something to take home with you. Certainly is. So we turn the page and we move on to the Berks Catholic girls, the third place finishers in District 3. They will play Alden Reed, the Philadelphia Public League champions, champions yes. uh, out of South Philly. Uh, we will not be playing in South Philly. I believe it's the only one that's going to be played at a neutral site in that entire bracket. Uh, as soon as I saw TBD come out, when they put out that bracket, I was like, all right, it's going to be at a neutral site. They either couldn't secure Alden Reed or... Um, you know, they were just unable to host. Uh, Probably. So they, they, so you're, you're uh, ben Salem, correct? Go to Ben Salem High ben, School. Ben Salem just put about $25 million into their district. So their district has refaced that whole school. It is a beautiful school. You'll see that tomorrow. I certainly will. It's right by one of my uh, employers. As a yard truck specialist is out there in Ben Salem. I was just out there last week. Enjoying some of the uh, the grub. Maybe I'll stop at Spice Rack on the way home, pick up there some Indian go. food. But um, I, I will certainly be stopping at Fritz's Bakery on my way home. They have a location in Ben Salem. And hands down, the best bakery that you will find, best sticky buns and everything else, uh, this side of Ocean City, New Jersey, in Malins. So, but uh, nonetheless, like I said, we turn the page. We go on to the, uh, the girls as uh, they face the second-place finishers out of District 12 down in Philly. Uh, they lost to Lansdale Catholic, who <laughs> that uh, district final was interesting as they uh, nearly gave up a 40-point triple-double uh, to one of Lansdale Catholic's uh, players. So ended up losing pretty handily in that one, and they'll look to bounce back as well. So an interesting matchup. That one at 3 o'clock start time uh, will be on around 245. And I believe that I have Nate there for that one. I believe you do as well, yes. I believe that I have Nate. So we'll have to uh, figure out the carpool situation and uh, run on down to northeast Philadelphia uh, for another PIAA 4A playoff game. But uh, like I said, congratulations to uh, the Brooks Catholic boys, uh, especially all the seniors. They have a lot to be proud of, uh, including Ryan Cuck joining the 1,000-point club. He's got the T-shirt to prove it and, uh, and the banner right here. Unfortunately, he's not going to be able to enjoy this one nearly as much as he would like to. Yeah, that is unfortunate. That, bittersweet, bittersweet. But uh, still an accomplishment for both great, of those guys. But a great, great career as well. Yeah, absolutely, great career. And like I said, both of them, uh, fantastic job here with Burks Catholic. Uh, they'll move on to bigger and better things. Both of them playing uh, collegiately in athletics, one in football, and uh, Ryan Cuck in, in basketball at Pitts Johnstown. So, um, but yeah, nothing uh, really else to say. I'd like to watch this one from my uh, memory bank. Yeah. And uh, move on to, uh, to tomorrow and uh, rally behind the girls. Like I said, uh, 2.45 start time for us. Uh, Tip-offs at 3 o'clock at Ben Salem High School as uh, Berks Catholic girls play Alton Reed. So 
That right. will, uh, yeah, that'll do it for tonight. Once again, a special thank you to uh, Penn State Health for uh, sponsoring this uh, first round. Make sure to drop their name as much as humanly possible. <laughs> uh, thank you to Jerry once again for uh, pulling this all together. Thank you to the rest of our sponsors. Thanks to Mike for filling in tonight. You'll have Nate on the call uh, with me tomorrow. And, uh, of course, as always, thank you to Jerry for uh, everything that he does to make this possible. And so. thank you, Ryan, for doing a great job producing and leading the broadcast tonight. Pulling double duty. There you go. But uh, 81-69, your final score here this evening. And, of course, thank you to all of our listeners. Without you, also none of this would be possible. Absolutely. You, uh, the more uh, listeners we get, the more sponsors we get, and the more uh, sports we can help, uh, help bring you. We're not quite ready for baseball and softball just yet. Especially with that weather outside. No, absolutely not. <laughs> but uh, thank you all for listening. Take care of yourselves. Have a great night. Be sure to tune in tomorrow at 2.45. Good night, everyone. Thank you for joining us for this presentation of PIAA Playoff Basketball on the Saints Sports Network. Brought to you by Penn State Health St. Joseph Medical Center on the web at PennStateHealth.org and the new Birdies Inn. This has been a presentation of Jerry Gellif Media. Good night.